87,000 new IRS tax collectors. Well, I don't think I could ever start a show with something more frightening. This, the story that Joe Biden wants to hire 87,000 new IRS tax collectors who are going to help bring in $700 billion over a decade. This is what matters, right? No, no, no. Not figuring out how to get gas prices down. Not figuring out how to stop inflation. The answer is more taxation. The answer is you, me, we give up more to them so they can do some so-called good for us. It's a frightening proposition. A frightening proposition indeed. That they believe that this is the answer. Now, maybe these 87,000 new IRS tax collectors would actually be able to get people their refunds. So millions of Americans, I was going to say so many Americans, millions of Americans still don't have their dollars. I get that there's a lot of things people want to focus on in a lot of different ways in a lot of different places, but somebody paid their taxes and overpaid and they're supposed to get a refund and they haven't gotten it yet. Exactly how long are they supposed to wait for Joe Biden and team to figure it out? Why is it okay if the Trump administration had been making people wait 90 days plus to get a tax refund? You would literally see a clock on CNN counting the days until some family in some remote part of Ohio got their refund. But you don't hear about it. You know, gas prices, at least where I live, are $3. They were under 2 Never mind the cost of ammunition. Hoo-wee! Really, really good piece over at TheReload.com from Steve uh, Gutowski. I'll discuss that later. Me, I'm Tony Katz. Tony Katz today on Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. The phone number, 833-468-8669. How much more are you spending? Right? We can discuss 100 different issues, and I've got 100 different issues to discuss. But in the end, is it the same to feed your family? Is it more or less expensive? Is it more or less expensive? That's the question. That's the question before us. And things have gotten more expensive. Things are costing more everywhere. And what is it that the Biden administration is focused on? They're focused on making sure they can collect more of your tax dollar. We have yet to have the taxes go up, even though cost of everything is going up. The taxes will go up. So it will cost you more to buy things and you'll have less money to buy it with, but they're going to do more good with your dollar and that's not going to result in good for you. These real things are happening and they are getting completely avoided. They're being avoided by mainstream media. They're being avoided by media on the right. They're being avoided everywhere. They're not top of mind. We'd rather rant and rave about something having to do with uh, whether or not there should be a a commission to look into January 6th. Do you think that's a story? That is Democrats wanting a commission to attack Republicans. That's easy to understand. The Republicans who voted for it are wrong. And Democrats who are pushing for it, I can't see why any Republican would oppose this thing. 
it's embarrassing. But I'll get into George Will a little bit later. Let me move the story over to, to Israel. Let me move the story to what has been happening here in the United States regarding Israel. Of course, you had the terrorist attacks from Hamas, the missile attacks, a ceasefire that took place on Friday that right now, from what I've seen, is uh, to an extent holding. Is this Hamas just regrouping and, and refortifying itself? Most probably. There is no trusting Hamas. There is no trusting a terrorist organization. There is also no trusting the squad. Representative Ayanna Presley, Representative Ilhan Omar, Representative Rashida Tlaib, Representative Ocasio, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. These are bigots. Congressman Jamal Bowman, Congresswoman Cori Bush. These are bigots. Hateful people. You had Jews being attacked at a, at a sushi restaurant in Los Angeles, and Ilhan Omar said, horrific and unacceptable. Nobody should face threats and harassment based on their religion or ethnicity. My gosh, that's a little too late. Considering you're a person who sides with people who believe that Israel's an apartheid state. Now, let's make sure we're on the same page on a couple of things here. Because I had a conversation on Fox News. And I know some people like to uh, uh, disagree with me on on this uh, idea of Zionism. This was me in part on Fox News on this subject uh, just over the weekend. Twitter uh, thread that she had, and good on her. Why we don't see more? Fear for being called the wrong thing. Oh, you, you don't understand. It's not a Jewish hatred. It's anti-Zionism. Anti-Zionism is anti-Semitism, and you got to be a fool not to recognize it. I want to make sure we're clear on this subject. You'll hear a lot about, no, 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 we don't hate Jews. We're just anti-Zionist. Well, Zionism is the idea that Israel should exist to begin with, right? Believing in the Isra- existence of Israel. I am a Zionist. I I didn't know it. But if that's the definition, I'm a Zionist. I I never have ever, ever referred to myself in that way. I have never thought of myself in that way. And maybe if I were to dig down deep, no, I wouldn't consider myself a Zionist. I'd consider myself something else. But should Israel exist? Absolutely, positively, and without question. So therefore, you know, let me pull Ocasio-Cortez out of the old habit. Like, whatever they want to say, fine by me. But when you see these attacks, like at the sushi restaurant in California, they didn't say, hey, are you Israeli? They went after the Jews. Thus, it's anti-Semitism. In New York, a man got attacked with a crutch. I think the crutch was taken from the man, and then he was attacked. That guy, Palestinian, went to jail, got bailed out. When he came out of jail, people hoisted him on their shoulders and called him a hero. He didn't attack an Israeli, he attacked a Jew. It's anti-Semitism. That's what it is. When a synagogue is attacked and human feces is left at the front door, which, by the way, happened in Florida. Do you know how much you have to hate somebody to crap into a bag? The only time you are going to the bathroom defecating to something that isn't a toilet is if a doctor says, hmm, now let me examine this. Or, or hate. Do 
Do you know how much you have to hate somebody to go in a bag, to crap in a bag? You have to hate somebody. Because there's a lot of planning and crapping in a bag. I mean, just, just work it through in your head. A lot of planning. It's anti-Semitism. When you're busting out windows in a synagogue, it's anti-Semitism. Why in the world, for what reason, would we ever call it anything else? And why would we all of a sudden listen to the squad? This was the headline over at Fox News. Squad Dems condemn anti-Semitism amid broadsides against Israel. Apartheid state, some say, lead to violence. It's not some say. Every rational person understands that Representative Rashida Tlaib, Congressman Andre Carson of Indianapolis, and the rest of them have led to hate and attacks against Jews. Their hatred of Israel is factual. And anything else they say is ridiculous. Let me give you an example. This is Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. There is no room for anti-Semitism in the movement for Palestinian liberation. Our critique is of Israel and their human rights abuses. This is not an excuse for anti-Semitic hate crimes. Do you know what kind of fool you have to be? What kind of child you have to be? How self-centered you have to be to make this statement? Palestinian liberation as called for by them, Hamas, a terrorist organization, and by supporters in the U.S. like Mark Lamont Hill and Rashida Tlaib, says from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. It's a call to genocide, people. So what is it about Palestinian liberation that isn't about anti-Semitism? What critique of Israel and their human rights abuses are you referring to in relationship to a terrorist organization that not only will not give up on control of Gaza, it will kill Palestinians to ensure control of Gaza? You understand what a nonsense child Representative Ocasio-Cortez is. Now this leads us to Bernie Sanders. Now, I know what you're saying. Tony, Bernie Sanders is Jewish. How could he believe any of this? What happens when you give up your humanity for your ideology? I'm going to share with you an answer on Face the Nation. John Dickerson was hosting. Where Bernie gets asked a question, and I want you to hear the answer. All that I'm saying is that the United States of America has got to be leading the world in bringing people together. That's not it. That's where you only heard the answer to the question. The U.S. has to be leading uh, uh, the world in bringing people together. How about the question? You mentioned an even-handed approach. When I read a portion of your uh, editorial to Prime Minister Netanyahu, uh, he thought it was preposterous, your claim that he had created the conditions uh, and uh, that, had, that he'd made peace impossible because he said, how do you have negotiations with Hamas? They are dedicated to the destruction of Israel. President Biden again said that this week when he said, until the region says unequivocally they acknowledge the right of Israel to exist as an independent Jewish state there will be no peace how do you have an even-handed approach to terrorists who want to destroy israel 
That's the question that John Dickerson asked. How do you create peace with people who want to kill you? And what was that Bernie Sanders answer? Well, what you have got to do is also understand that over the years, the Netanyahu government has become extremely right wing and that there are people in the Israeli government now who are overt racists. You have in West uh, Jerusalem people being evicted from their homes. Tremendous pressure on people within Israel, the Arab community, as well as Gaza. So you have a very difficult situation. You have Hamas, a terrorist group. You have a right-wing Israeli government, and the situation is getting worse. And all that I'm saying is that the United States of America has got to be leading the world in bringing people together, not simply supplying weapons to kill children in Gaza. This last- it's like he's, ta- he's taking his talking points from Geraldo. The U.S. isn't providing weapons to Israel to kill children. It's a lie. That is aid and comfort to the enemy. I would charge Bernie Sanders with treason. But listen to what he did. How do you negotiate with terrorists? Well, uh, the Israelis are also terrorists because, uh, you know, uh, Netanyahu is right wing and a racist. So, yeah, you've got these terrorists, but you also have this, this terrible, despicable Benjamin Netanyahu, the prime minister of Israel. That is what happens when you allow yourself to give up your humanity for your ideology. He cannot envision a world. Let let us be perfectly clear how wrong Bernie Sanders is and how ugly Bernie Sanders is and how despicable Bernie Sanders is. And the Jewish community, if there ever was one, should condemn what he just said as despicable. He, He equated Israel to terrorists, which is, of course, not true. It's not true. Israel doesn't say that Gaza should be wiped off the map. Israel doesn't say that even Iran should be wiped off the map, although they may have some very colorful words for the hardliners, the clerics, the mullahs, and the Ayatollah Khomeini. It's Iran through these people that says Israel should be wiped off the map. It is the people who support the Palestinians ostensibly who quote and chant from the river to the sea. What makes Bernie Sanders thinks he's different uh, than those Jews who get attacked in the street? Why? Because you have some kind of protection because you're a a member of the Senate? Do you think your liberalism is going to save you, Bernie? There's, There's no way even you believe that. Look, the question I get asked more than any other is why are Jews liberals? And the answer is, I don't have an answer for you that's going to do you any good. What Bernie Sanders is advocating for, what he's just done here, is he has incited the people who think it's okay to attack Jews. Oh, they're just the same as terrorists, he said. You just heard it. That's not a disagreement with Israeli policy. That is stating that Benjamin Netanyahu is a terrorist. And then you've got the squad taking his cue. You want to know where the problem is? It's an elected leadership that is so filled with hate. Election day's coming up fast, people. Let's do something about this. I'm Tony Katz.
Indiana University. This was the way it was going to go. They say it's going to allow the university to lift most of the restrictions on masking and physical distancing. And knowing that the vast majority of the IU community is vaccinated, it's the only way the university can confidently return to in-person classes. Uh, I, 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 how else did you think IU was, or any university was going to do this? That's the part that I find interesting. How else was this going to go down? Didn't Purdue University already do the same? I'm not surprised, by the way, to see IU following uh, Purdue's lead. All right? The, 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 the leadership conversation. I mean, I think some people would agree with me on this. Some people are going to yell at me because I'm, I'm being anti-IU. And okay, well, they're going to yell at me about everything. So the way it goes. Talk IU basketball, people lose their heads. But I think that they also required vaccines. I got to assume most universities are. The question will be for how long? Is this just part of the vaccination that's required to be on campus? I didn't say I liked it. It's not my argument. I'm assuming that you could have some kind of... Would the, would the word be dispensation? You could have a reason for not taking it. I'm assuming that you could. But it, I, look, everyone's going to figure out the way not to get sued, <laughs> which is the way I'm pretty sure uh, th- th- this is going. And by the way, that was the complete wrong use of the word dispensation. I don't know why uh, I, I put it out there. Right, you, you, they're going to they're going to have reasons for not getting the vaccine. But again, I, I don't know why this is surprising. That's the part I'm seeing the story everywhere. People have been emailing to me, "What did you think was going to happen? Don't go to IU. <laughs> Problem solved. Problem solved. Look at me. <laughs> Who knew it would be that easy? This is Tony Katz today." I don't know if anybody even heard this. Andrew Cuomo being all defensive about his $5 million book deal when asked about it by reporters. The book deal, I should say, was worth more than $5 million. And the allegations out there that you made that money on the backs of dead in New York. How do you respond to that? That's stupid. Next question. There was a person, Governor, who... No. Good on him. The hubris, man, is stunning. Tony Katz, so good to be with you. Tony Katz today. Uh, somebody uh, sending me a bit of a, a correction. I want, always want to make sure I get it right. Purdue students, or I was talking about IU requiring vaccines. Purdue students will not be required to receive the COVID vaccine before returning to campus. Students who choose not to be vaccinated will be subject to regular testing of the kind that all of us participated in all of last year. Oh, okay, right. So yeah, they want you to have the vaccine, but if you don't, you're going to get tested like once a week or something like that. Right? You're going to have to go through that hassle. But I guess if the argument is it's not being required, right, someone could decide not to have the testing, okay. I mean, not to have the vaccine, okay. You, you, Excellent. I appreciate that. Eleanor, thank you so very much. Well, it does prove my point. Mitch Daniels, more leadership, man. 
right? Mitch's leadership. It's just the way it is. Governor of Indiana, president of Purdue. I think could still run for president if he chose. But if someone doesn't want to get vaccinated, like I, I just, I get, I guess when I saw the IU story, I just wasn't surprised. Right? IU says you have to be vaccinated to come back to campus. I wasn't surprised that any college campus would would, would do this. And my answer is don't show up. But the the Purdue answer, right? They spend more time on this than I do. Is is a perfect answer. Well, if you're not going to get tested, if you're not going to get vaccinated, you just got to get tested. That's it. Just got to know that 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 that's our deal. That's our deal. Thank you very much. Super easy and done. They, they get it right once again. Once again, they get it right. National Guard troops, they are finally leaving Washington, D.C. Yes! Yes! I mean, it's, it's been ridiculous. They're leaving on Sunday. Because they've accomplished their mission of securing the Capitol. If that's what you want to tell us, go right ahead. I wanted to know what the situation was when you had the riots. I want to know why it is that help was turned down by Speaker Pelosi, by the Sergeant at Arms, etc. Why you kept them there and had them sleeping on cots or sleeping on floors or not feeding them? Well, that's because you don't actually care about troops. And most importantly, if I can be so bold, you like the photo op. Just just so we're clear. You had a man ram the, 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 the Capitol, right? You knew that he was associated with Louis Farrakhan. You knew this. I've actually written about this. Inspired by Louis Farrakhan. And that story made no news whatsoever. A man died, a Capitol Police officer was killed. I'm sorry, murdered. But that's not why you had uh, this this giant uh, uh, fence around the Capitol. Everyone knows this. You did it because uh, you liked the look. Look how dangerous Donald Trump has made things. Okay. We, we, we just don't believe you. So we're clear. This brings us to a producer Ari story. Kind of thing he probably would have done uh, as a high school senior. Oh, I did do this. This is Comfort High School. And they, as I guess a a senior class, engaged in a senior prank, something I I never did. I never did any of that kind of, of, of stuff. They, um... What what did they do? Wait, I'm trying to read what they did. I'm trying to look at pictures. I'm like, I don't even see anything of 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 what they did. What did they do, Ari? Prepare to be underwhelmed. They stuck a bunch of forks in the football field. They put up a for sale sign on the school. They took a a a mounted deer head 
and made it askew. And then they threw a bunch of balloons around. And half of the senior class has been suspended. Um, we are uh, we are in a weird, weird place. <laughs> How do you get suspended for this? I got suspended it, for dumb stuff in high school. Did you get suspended? Many times. Really? Yeah. I never, never once. Never once got suspended. I once got suspended from the school bus for a day, but that was it. I also never cut class. Well, neither did I. Well, I I was a fool. Uh, It's okay to cut class, kids. It's okay to cut class. As a matter of fact, you're probably much, much better off if you do. Is that not the way to teach children? Is Is that bad on my part? Oh, of course, I, I, I cut at least one. It wouldn't have killed me. I don't think, but I don't know why they're getting suspended for this. They put forks. Why? Why would you put forks in the in the football field? It's not even a good prank. Like that's the that's what gets me is that it wasn't good. Why would you put forks in there though? Because you lack creativity. I don't know. Well, this is this is ridiculous, and and parents are saying this is one of those situations where uh, you've got these rules, right? And and it's 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 a was it zero tolerance policy kind of thing? Just silly, just absolutely ridiculous. I I don't quite get why this is a a thing. The senior prank or this specific? I don't see how it's a prank. I don't see how it's a proper uh, uh, bit of punishment. Oh, was, dude, the kids are probably thrilled they got suspended. It's balloons. whole thing is ridiculous. But it's, re- I mean, this is where we are, right? We don't have the ability to comprehend and say, nope, that's fine. Nope, that's a problem. We can't do it. We can't bring ourselves to make these very, very important statements. To clearly say there's a difference in the two things. Nope, we'd rather, we'd rather be these people just angry and bitter all the time. That's why we need something that kind of like takes our minds off of it. Like, um, you know, a, a mystery. And that producer, Ari, comes from Pop-Tarts. I, do I even want to know? Pop-Tarts has a mystery flavor. And so they, they've, they've created a little dude there. He's a Pop-Tart with sunglasses, and there are QR codes in the, for his eyes, and he's got a mustache, and he's named Mr. E. Like mystery? Mr. E. So it's a limited edition. It's got a question mark on the frosting, and you have to guess what the flavor is. Why does he have a mustache? I don't know. He looks like the Pringles dude. I guess a mustache is like I don't know. Is is it, it's not? Is that like a, an uh, an ode to Sherlock or Poirot, or or something like that? You know, because that because that's what uh, an old timey detective would have. He'd have a mustache, like a, like a handlebarish kind of mustache, and he'd twirl and he'd go, "Hmm, interesting." The killer is still in the room. Everybody, seal the doors. Right? I assume that's what they do. So uh, you'll be able to grab this now. It's in eight or 16 count boxes. Um, and then you figure out what the mystery flavor is. You, can, you scan the QR code uh, and it, Mr. E, right, the, this figure, will appear in augmented reality to help you find clues to lead you to the answer. And then from the end of May through August, you can submit your flavor. 
May I suggest that if you want to do something with the kids for about 30 minutes, this is a good thing to do. And it allows you to eat Pop-Tarts. See, someone just, every now and then, just a little fun, just a little relaxation, just a little get out of the way of the thing. Getting out, uh, the world is nuts. Kids got suspended from a high school for putting balloons in a room. Maybe, maybe an escape from this, this reality insanity is what you need. The other escape, Eat, Drink, Smoke. Man, the show is going huge, and I want you to get the podcast. Go to eatdrinksmokeshow.com and get the podcast from Apple Podcasts, from Amazon Music, from Google Play, from Stitcher. It's cigars and bourbon and lifestyle and fun, and you should check it out. Uh, I did a review of the Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee which is spectacular, and you'll hear about it when you get the podcast, eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Click on podcast and subscribe. It's free, eatdrinksmokeshow.com. This is Tony Katz today. So Joe Biden... Looking at changes to his infrastructure plan because uh, he may not get the money. Remember, he wanted uh, $2.3 trillion, and now he's at $1.7 trillion. I think it was Republicans that offered $700 billion. I think that's the way it went down. Meanwhile, we still don't have an idea of what they mean by infrastructure. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's so good to be with you. It really is. 833-468-8669. You tell me, what does he mean by infrastructure? What does Joe Biden mean by infrastructure? Because they mean everything under the sun. Healthcare is infrastructure. Childcare is infrastructure. Now, if you say to me that, uh, that broadband is infrastructure, I will agree. I'm, I'm outside. Uh, Friday night... Fire is, is lit, sitting outside. I'm having a, a, a cigar. My wife's out there. We're staring at the stars. Now, the, the moon was out, so a little harder to see the stars. Things were bright. The stars were out. Next thing you know, in the night sky, you start seeing, in a perfect pattern, uh, these objects move across the sky, one after another, five, six, seven, ten, 11, 15, 20, 25, 50 plus of these little twinkling lights moving in perfect unison, spaced apart from from the naked eye from Earth, evenly across the sky. And you said, my gosh, it's coming. It is happening. We are totally getting invaded. This is the setup, people. We are done. Turns out it was Starlink. The Elon Musk uh, internet service. It, w- it was Starlink satellites uh, moving around and moving into, into position. Which is weird that you could see them. To be honest, it was very cool. Broadband, that's why I bring it up. Broadband is infrastructure. You can get people to buy into that. Childcare, not so much. But we know that you want to move Green New Deal into infrastructure and you want to sell it to people's infrastructure when it's not. 
A, pro- a plan at $1.7 trillion that's going to cost the American taxpayers trillions more in having to refit buildings, offices, houses, etc. to fit some pseudo-intellectual fantasy of what it means to be green. I'm not really interested in what Greta Thunberg has to say on the deal. Who? Who cares what Greta Thunberg has to say on the deal? But this is what's happening. This is where we're at. And Biden wants this done, according to Cedric Richmond, who works uh, in, in the uh, in the White House, former congressman from Louisiana. He wants a deal. He wants it soon. He will not let inaction be the answer. When he gets to the point where it looks like that is inevitable, you'll see him change course. Well, I think he may if they're already talking about it. They're already changing course. They're already changing course. Uh, I'm very happy uh, to see 6,000-plus people rallying in support of Israel in Los Angeles. Very, very happy that there weren't any attacks. It was done peacefully, and it was done well. We're going to keep reporting on the bigotry, people. We're going to keep reporting on the hate. And that hate is coming from members of Congress. And may I say that the silence from Chuck Schumer is is gross. If I can't get the Jewish members of Congress to say to their fellow Democrats, what is wrong with you? Although there are, I, I got to ask, are there any Jewish Republicans right now in office? I can't think of one off the top of my head. So I'm asking the question because I don't have the answer. But Chuck Schumer, Jamie Raskin, you're not going to look at your fellow Democrats and say, what's wrong with you anti-Semite bigots? Call them what they are. Don't be shy. They're bigots. Rashida Tlaib is a bigot. Ilhan Omar is a bigot. Ocasio-Cortez is a bigot. Andre Carson's a bigot. They are who they are. They have shown themselves. So say the words. I'm glad to see some people speaking up. I'm glad to see a Deborah Messing actress putting out a whole thread on social media. Lee Zeldin, thank you so much there, pretty sorry. I did not know uh, that uh, Cuts Off was Jewish. The things you learn. Then again, I wasn't that familiar with the, with the, the representative there, so live and learn. Deborah Messing, the actress, putting out a whole thing about, look, look you got to recognize that Hamas is a terrorist organization. you got to understand what's happening in Israel. No, it's not an apartheid state. Deborah Messing. She is a virulent liberal. I disagree with her about a million things. She got this right. It was incredible. If you go to my Facebook page, Tony Katz Radio, I believe it's there. I believe we posted it. It was really, really well done. Appreciate it. Because it's honest and it's clear and it's forthright. These people who push Israel as apartheid state and bigoted, they're just, they're lying because what they favor is the eradication of Israel. That's Rashida Tlaib. That's Ilhan Omar. That's Representative Ocasio-Cortez. That's Congressman Andre Carson. They don't believe Israel should exist. They don't believe there's any place for it. And I'm not one of those people. I'm not one of those people. What can I say? So gathering there in, in Los Angeles, Good. Right there in Beverly Hills. Oh, it's great. Thrilled to see it. Absolutely wonderful. Meanwhile, Daily Caller is reporting that two Jewish boys were beaten because they would not chant free Palestine. There you go. 
an 18-year-old and a 17-year-old were violently attacked because they wouldn't say what they were told to say. Good. Stand up. This is Tony Katz today.